Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 102 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 1 commentary series uh, with Episode 120, Do No Harm. So we're uh, handily making our way through uh, through Season 1 here. We're almost done. We are. This is what I would call the home stretch. This is this is definitely the home stretch. I uh, uh, I feel like we've hit the uh, the uh, the plot points that carry us through. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but I don't know why you reacted that way. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember this being a pretty good episode. It's you know, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen Do No Harm, uh, as you know, with a lot of these season one episodes. But it's another big one in the in the uh, in the journey of the Losties. Indeed, uh, this makes a, a a big impression on all of them that they will soon forget. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Only to remember it in the last episode. Yes, yes, where all great memories resurface. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually have a distinct memory of this episode from when we did our original uh, season one retrospective. After oh, season nice. two, I remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going into this and thinking, yeah, this episode's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you then, watched it and, and realized you were correct. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it and, like, say it wasn't awesome, but I realized that it's, like, there's really not a lot of plot development, as I recall. Like, it's, you know, after Deus Ex Machina, which seemingly was a very significant episode in terms of the plot. Uh-huh. I mean, at the time we thought that. And then the next one comes, and I really remembered it being, I don't know, I remember there being more plot, but, like, mostly it's a character episode. Mostly it's about, you know, the consequences of what happened in the previous episode. Yeah, 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 totally. So it's not... Like, it's mostly about, you know, Jack's struggles and, you know, and then there's some subplot that happens. Um, but uh, it's not, you know, like, I don't think I don't think we learn anything new in this episode. I, I could be wrong. I guess we're about to watch well, it. We'll, so find we'll find out. out but, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, um, there really isn't. And, and I just remember being surprised about that because I remembered it being, I think I, I just remember the fact that, you know, the episode had a lot of impact. Like, it, it you know. It's 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 the first time like spoiler alert uh, you know one of the characters dies. Oh and... my god! Somebody's gonna die. <laughs> yes. Wow, and... I hope it's not. I hope it's not Boone. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. I just really hope it's not Boone. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyone but Boone. I don't want to destroy your hopes, but. Uh, Damn it. He doesn't seem like the most likely person to die, and I remember at the time like. Uh, I didn't think it was going to happen because of the whole Charlie thing. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that was planned, but, like, going through that thing of, like, oh, man, he's so dead. And then Jack just, like, powers through, and he's like, no, 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 I can still save him. And then he does. Mm-hmm. It, it made me think in this episode, when things look hopeless, no, 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 just let Jack do his thing. He'll save him. I know he can do it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, of course, he he doesn't. Well, Jack didn't know that this was a sacrifice the island demanded, uh, regardless of his medical skills. <laughs> you mean Jack didn't know some bullshit that locks up later? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. 
he didn't get the memo on that bullshit. <laughs> I would, that'd be so great, right? If if Jack's in the middle trying to save Boone and somebody leans over and goes, Jack, you, you, you know, this, this is a sacrifice the island is demanding, right? <laughs> like, and then Jack goes, oh, okay, well, I can stop now. I yeah. mean, that, that's uh, medical school 101 when island, island sacrifice, you know, cannot be uh, remedied, so... <laughs> Every document yeah, exactly. that. There's no, the, yeah, what, he what am I going to do? He, he thought his, the problem was, you know, Boone's, Boone's injuries. Right. But that wasn't the, you know, he was no. he was diagnosing the wrong problem. Exactly, exactly. It's it's like the reverse of when they can't kill themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, no matter what he does, he'll, he'll never save him. Yeah, because the writers won't let him. Because the writers won't let him. That's, <laughs> that's the sad truth of it all. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh... Uh, yeah, the, um, I, I don't know, it's all, it's all, like, in the caves, and I just, I remember getting it, it's sort of, I guess it plays out like a medical drama. Oh, God, well, <laughs> you don't have to insult the show that badly, uh, no, um, yeah, I, I think you're, yeah, I think you're right, I mean. Yeah, like, that's, you know, whenever I've, you know, I mean, that's, I feel like that's the thing that medical dramas thrive on, like, this, you know, this mm-hmm. life and death situation where, you know, you have the skills that potentially could save someone's life, and, you know, it's this pressure race against time to, you know, carry yeah, because, out. Yeah, because Dr. McDreamy is still <laughs> in the picture, but you don't know if you want to go talk to him or not, and, oh, is that what you mean? <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, like all great medical shows, that's the base drama, Life and Death and Dr. McDreamy. <laughs> There's In always a Dr. McDreamy. There always is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't and matter Jack what. Is, Jack is his own Dr. McDreamy in this. He is, he is. Yeah, I, I mean... He's the only doctor around for a while, so he has to he has to fill every role. Well, uh, I do have to say uh, this will be, I believe, the introduction of Julie Bowen as Sarah. Oh um, God, really? Yes, and I have to say, I really did not like Sarah as a character. Yeah. And and, and sort of by relation, the actress when I first saw Lost. Uh, but now I am a huge fan of Julie Bowen from from watching uh, Modern Family, where she is uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch to to to, to watch uh, her playing Sarah. Now that I really like her as an actress. So. Yeah, I mean, it seems like she was an actress, like you know, bopping around TV shows. They, and... you know, yeah, and they didn't give her. I mean, what she's doing in Modern Family is totally different than what she has to do for Sarah, and I think that's the big difference. Is Sarah yeah. doesn't have really anything to do but but be a sore, you know, a a, a sour pill or whatever. But yeah, yeah, he's that's he's... that <laughs> Yeah, she's just a source of uh, misery for Jack for the most part. So. Well, she is his wife. Ooh. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. You know, but I. Yeah. Me. So part of it is just the writing, but it does seem like she had, you know, some sort of comedic ability that wasn't being exploited at all. Yeah. Because totally. the Sarah character has like zero sense of humor. <laughs> Don't you love me, Jack? I'm cheating on you. <laughs> Among other things she doesn't have. Yeah. Like an engaging personality. <laughs> so 
sorry, Jack. Just, just, just Jack's type. <laughs> oh, oh. No sense of humor. <laughs> no engaging personality. Sorry, Kate. That's I know. I was going to say, sorry, Kate and Juliet. <laughs> and Juliet. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, I, uh, I actually didn't remember um, – that Sarah was introduced in this episode. I actually thought she came in season two. It's kind of interesting to look back at the sort of arc of the flashbacks because Mm -hmm. so far Jack flash, Jack's had two flashbacks so far besides like the pilot stuff. And they've both been about, you know, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've both been about daddy. (laughs) Like there's not been a word about his wife yet. In fact, I think at this stage in the show, we don't even know that... I don't think you know. I think that's part of the reveal, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's, that's something we learn uh, mm-hmm. gradually. It's weird to, like, go back to a time when you didn't even know he was married. And, like, yeah. so far they've set it up that, like, his only problem was, you know, this conflict with his dad and, you know, living up to his dad plus, like, betraying his dad and all that stuff. Yeah, and, you know, that's, I think that's another reason why Sarah never, or, you know, it's, it's hard to take her in as a character because she comes out of nowhere. It's not like this whole time Jack's been like, I got to get off of this beach and get back to my, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously it's, you know, she's not in the picture anymore, so that's why, but, right. uh, but you, you don't get that sense that, um, you know, it, it just comes out of the, out of left field that it, you know, it's a reveal, you know. It does, but like it becomes the focus of Jack's flashbacks for, I, I would say mm-hmm. for almost the rest of his flashbacks, yeah. uh, and they don't really return to the daddy stuff until you know until the flashbacks are mostly over. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's like no, no, no. We should focus on that. I mean, really, like Christian is just a way better character, so mm-hmm. it's just more interesting when he's involved. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have the whole Sarah arc to get at whatever they're trying to get at about Jack's character. Yeah, it's supposed to be about him fixing things, I think. Oh, that's right. He's the fix-it man. Yeah. He's, he's, here to, he's here to learn he can't fix everything. Or wait, is that what he, is that what he learns by the end of season six? I know, six? I know. It's, a little, it's kind of a mixed message, really. Cause... Seems like, it, it seems like he learned that he can fix whatever he puts his mind to, which I'm yeah. not sure is the point. But... Well, if he lets go and accepts that he can't fix things, then he, then can, he can fix, fix whatever he wants. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's, I don't know. It's a weird, confusing message, but this is lost. I, what mm-hmm. do you do? That's, that's, that's just what they give us. Um, all right. Well, are you ready to jump into Do No Harm? I am totally ready. All righty. As soon as I click uh, play. Players ready? Okay, okay. Okay. Queue up and get ready to uh, do no harm with us. I'll check my sound real quick. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All righty. Here we go. Okay. Five, five, four, three, two, one. Hatch. <laughs> kind of rhymed. <laughs> Open the hatch, no handle, no latch. <laughs> the lost song. <laughs> Poom flew off a cliff that I told him to go up to. 
Uh, I love that whole, like, you know, if we had seen, you know, this whole event from, like, Jack's perspective of Locke coming back with an injured Boone and disappearing, yeah. we would be like, oh, man, what did he do? What did he do? Because yeah. like, they, they make him seem so guilty of some, some crime, but we, we kind of know it wasn't, you know, explicitly his fault that way. Right, right. Yeah, it's only, like, it's only very indirectly his his fault. And I think it wasn't his fault that he couldn't walk anymore. Because I think if he could walk, he would have climbed up himself. Yeah, see, this is a medical drama scene right here. Rubbing scotch. I didn't need to see that. Oh, that's right. This business. Uh, this is oh, a Pulp Fiction yeah, scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> the beach. It's kind of a train wreck thing. It's hard not to look. Yeah. Hurry up, this guy's getting married. Mm-hmm. He's going to be late for his wedding, Jack, if you don't tie that bow tie. <laughs> this is classic Lost, right? This yeah. is 100% classic Lost writing is the way that they set up scenes and go... Oh, yeah, by the way, it's the opposite of what you think. Right. And the uh, uh, weird subtle detail that this is the kid that Jack was defending in his White Rabbit flashback. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but they, you know, they like doing that, just putting in those little They became best friends because of that. Exactly. Even though we never see him again after that. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine this guy's version of, of Lost? You know, his best friend from childhood is yeah. Lost in a, an Oceanic A-15 and never, oh, you know, and then resurfaces as one of the Oceanic Six and then mm-hmm. disappears again. <laughs> like. And he never returns, but then another never play returns. comes back with some of them and some random other God. people. I can't imagine what that guy went through. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of room for uh for for fanfic about the uh sort of the oh, other Oh, totally. Law. Oh, to- there's so many characters who have their own potential things that they were doing. Yeah, like screen. really weird experience of what happened. Mhm. Cuz like as we've noted, so few characters really know the full story. In fact, probably none yeah. of them do. Like, none of them in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the next scene, or the scene after, or the scene after. True, true. 
Yeah, build that, build that raft, Jin. Build that raft, man. That's gonna get you guys off the island, and you can all go home and live happily ever after. I promise. Oh man, that's gonna blow his hurt. <laughs> I don't know what he's even chopping. He's like chopping the sand. That's what like. it looks like. <laughs> Why? Is he, just, is he just practicing his axe wielding? Like, uh, okay, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, I'm joking. I hope that's how he's doing. <laughs> I know. I just wanted it. Uh, exposition. Just in case you missed it. See, and here's Sawyer being helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the stash. He's not even trying to barter. Not He's in like, the least. Give it to me. He's like, okay, and he just like gives her a bag full. This is the Lafleur side of Sawyer. It is. This is the budding Lafleur. Yeah, yeah. He always had it occasionally. It was just like switching mm-hmm. to not going bad. Yeah. Jack, you're sweating on the patient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kind of gross. That's so sanitary. <laughs> yeah, like rubbing salt in the wound is supposed to be bad. <laughs> Why is there a phrase about that? Is there a saying that, that encapsulates so. that idea? All right. I'd say it sounds like the nurse here. She's always something. <laughs> She's a nurse because she can make aloe out of plants. Mm hmm. Man, this English speaking really comes in handy. Sure does. Wipe that brow, Jack. <laughs> Didn't you see the previously on, Charlie? Yeah, he took off. <laughs> She's his sister. Yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Julie Bowden, everyone. What an intro. What an intro. Oh. No sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah, we said it. We still haven't really showed her yet. No, no, they haven't really gotten close. It's all about Jack. They're still trying to reveal, like, what's going on, I think. Holding the suspense. There it is. Ah! Okay. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. He must fix everything. It is not it's at gonna, all a character flaw. It's going to lead him to an island one day. <laughs> I always think it's very strange the way writers, you know, the way shows portray why characters love each other and how they Mm -hmm. fall in love. And here it's because he fixed her. Yeah. (laughs) I love you because you saved my life. It's pretty simple, yeah. And that's a very powerful reason to love someone, but it also seems to be not, I don't know, not the best reason. Well, it's not intrinsically connected to... Who they are as a person. It's like about what they did. 
Yeah, it's like they they did their job, and man, yeah. I love that they did their job on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the marriage doesn't work, so I mean, maybe oh, well, that's... there you go. Then it's a it's a bad basis for a marriage, they're saying. Yeah, I think I think that's at least sort of a subtext. Oh God, yeah. I hate scenes like this. Mm-hmm. We get these sound effects. I fucking the Foley artists who do those sounds, man. Oh man, I just and they're probably like you know it's like a juice box, and yeah, like a, a Saran wrap, but they just make the best sounds. I know it's like like just putting that with the picture of pulling someone's leg, and you just mm-hmm. cringe. It's awful. That's what I love about you know sort of human perception is like you you know we're fooled by those things we don't know exactly what it sounds like when that yeah, happens. That's true. And if you just get something that's kind of gross and close, you know, you can really mimic these sounds and really play around with the soundscape and and it we buy it, you know. Yeah, completely. It, is, it doesn't have to be like accurate, and we go, that's not what it sounds like when you reset a leg. <laughs> I know, like unless you're actually a doctor and you know unless, what it sounds yeah, like. Exactly. But like yeah. for most people, yeah, it's just like oh, I hear bones, I hear some mm-hmm. gross like slurping sound Tendons in the background. And, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's right. It's a bad time to have a baby. It is a really bad time. So wait, does this mean that that Sawyer is about to come from the future pretty soon here? <laughs> I'm afraid it does. Oh man! <laughs> see, this is this is what I hate about retcons. Is like I want to see them pan over to Sawyer Me watching too. Kate and get help Claire give birth. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that like you know. If they had planned it all along, they could have done. Mm-hmm. And it would have been yeah. so cool because it would have looked over and it's like, Sawyer's in the bushes? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he would have been wearing different clothes than he's wearing in this yeah. episode. Well, and it would have been a, a five-season, you know, yeah. mystery before they get to how he got there. Exactly. You know, and the whole time it would have been like, how come Kate never asked Sawyer, you know, blah, you know, like, or how come yeah. Sawyer never says that he saw that? And it's right. like, oh, because that wasn't him. That wasn't the same Sawyer. Exactly. Yeah, it could have been thing that probably we would have been like oh, oh we would have matter. been so mad about for five seasons yeah. that they never addressed it and it would have been like oh because it's a different Sawyer I would have given future. up on it I would have been like ah oh, they're not going to answer it and then when they did mm-hmm. it would be like wow they really yeah. they got and I mean, me we, we wouldn't have got the context because you know that Sawyer is is responding not just from the birth scene but seeing you know Kate, seeing Kate again. The, pa- the past Kate you know yeah. the, we wouldn't have really got. We'd be like, why is he so, you know, in awe of this pregnancy? You know, of this That's birth uh, scene. Yeah. But uh, her fake, her fake belly is about to come out. <laughs> what do you mean, fake belly? <laughs> she's been, she's been, she's been wearing a pillow under her shirt the whole time. And she didn't realize it. You mean I'm not pregnant? <laughs> What's this then? What's this then? It's a pillow, Claire. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering where my pillow went. <sighs> oh, God, really, Jack? That seems a little like a racist analogy to tell her about noodles. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> Let me put it in terms you can get, son. It's like a noodle. 
It reminds me of him calling the stuff that comes out of your dural sec angel hair pasta. <laughs> he puts everything into uh, into like pasta herbs. Yeah. Just... Or either the human body is just in a, a big Italian dish. <laughs> I think that's the honest that's conclusion. A, that's, that's what you learn in medical school. Like these are the meatballs, you know. This is the chicken primavera. That's what your liver is. That's so gross. And yet, it's strangely plausible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your brain's like lasagna. <laughs> layers and layers. Not good. Aww. Oh, I didn't remember this. For me. Surprise. Wait, that means that she's about to. Wait a minute. How many people are about to get injured in this in this episode? <laughs> There's like a lot of drama. This is going on. Claire's about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. She's a bad nurse. <laughs> <laughs> this is a medical drama. I mean, that's total uh, medical drama stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she just starts, like, killing everybody in the room with that. <laughs> this is my island now, bitches. That's the horror version. I'd love yeah. to see that. <laughs> I was getting this. You all make me sick. Uh-oh. Someone is. Uh, Jack. Oh, Listen, a doctor stranded on an island trying to save a patient using his own blood. I mean, you really can't get better than that, right? That's I true. mean, I'm going to transfuse my from myself. You know. I mean, the only thing better than that would him being would would be him doing a surgery on himself. Yeah. And you know, that'll never happen. <laughs> of course not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I it's that is very very unsubtle code for Jack wants to save people and he'll do anything. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's wearing a 44 in her shirt. I don't know why. That is not a number. It's not a number, but it seems like it should be. Yeah, I agree. Cuz what does it mean if it's not a number? It means the art the the costume department screwed up. <laughs> it's 44, right? Why is it just this really prominent force? I know, I can't stop staring at it. <laughs> it just is like a big message. Like, or maybe they're saying she's number 44, like she was going to come to the island too. Oh, there we go. Oh, this is a weird detail that doesn't matter later, but Jack can play the piano. Oh, yeah. That's his. That's his big thing, and then his 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 purgatory son plays it as well. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. They uh, he should have uh, bonded with Daniel over that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he ever knew Daniel played the of piano. Course, of course not. Exactly. What would they talk about? Common interest. <laughs> it might actually be something they could share <laughs> together, but my mom forced me to play piano too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jack's got soul searching to do. Oh, that's what the piano's for. Yep. 
That's what he did. He does it in season three too. In the, uh, in the barracks, he sits down at the piano to do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. He's got to think. Yeah. And then I think they forgot that he did that. <laughs> oh, it's really big on the back. What is 44? This is like the biggest <laughs> message they've ever had on the show. They're telegraphing something very important here. I don't know I, what it is. If I were one of those people, I would say it has to mean something. Yeah, right? The key to everything is that 44. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know what, but... Uh-oh. You. What was Jin doing this whole time? He was chopping the sand. <laughs> this looks so weird. He comes into this room and Jack is giving Boone blood and Sun is helping. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what is going on here? It does look weird. And, like, no one can explain it to him. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some explaining to <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, but I have to. <laughs> He won't even look at her. Mm-hmm. It's like put his head down. So he's just still upset that she speaks English and didn't tell him? Yeah. Is that what, is that what he's mad at? Okay. Yeah. It's hauled over. Well, I hope this crisis doesn't bring them back together. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. They're doomed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they are, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's true. <laughs> Their time will come. <laughs> Not pull. <laughs> if she tries to pull, she's doing the wrong thing. Yeah, this was. I remember this being a great dual crisis because Jack has to be in two places at once, and he's got to make the decision where to go. And you know, any other time, Jack would be there to help deliver the baby. And as he just says, Kate has to do it. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, okay. I, I accidentally hit something on my phone. Sorry. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. I put it on hold. <laughs> I felt like I was holding. Yeah. I'm All okay, right. really. This water coming out of me, that's normal. <laughs> it's just, it just happens sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. This is the uh, big moment of Kate-Claire bonding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is the bond that will bring Kate coming back to the island for Claire. Exactly, and it's the thing that wakes her up in the afterlife. There it is. It's weird because, like, I know it's a big deal at the time. I mean, if you're there when someone has their baby, you know, mm-hmm. it creates a bond. I'll buy that. But, like, they don't have that much to do with each other uh, no. for, uh, you know, up until she comes back for her. Well, and, you know, the other thing that really makes her come back is the guilt overtaking Aaron. That's true. You know, it's which, about the baby, which, I guess. Which, which ties into this event. But, yeah, this is definitely the, the first uh, – the first part of their 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 bond. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess it just, you know, it seemed like most of the most of the memories were about like bonds that were forged. I I don't know. I guess it counts, but yeah. I just always felt like I don't know. They didn't if they were going to go there, I felt like they should have had more Kate and Claire stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what would have been crazy is if Claire would have went Claire and Aaron would have went back to the 70s with the rest of them. And somehow, mm-hmm. like Aaron gets left behind, oh, and yeah. he ends up, and he ends up being like Mikhail or something. <laughs> like, like he ends oh, up being man. somebody that somebody that we knew from the present, you know? Oh, like, that man. would be crazy. See, that would have justified Aaron as being like someone significant yeah. to the story. Yeah, they didn't want to yeah, do that. Totally. Or like if, uh, or like if Ethan was actually Aaron. Oh my god! <laughs> like, 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 like Claire accidentally leaves Holy Aaron. Shit, that would have been amazing. Like, like Claire leaves Aaron back in the seventies when they all like go back to the present, mm-hmm. and then like Horace and Amy raise Aaron as their own. Oh my god! And, and like name him Ethan. You know they find him or whatever, right. and they just call him Ethan, and we realize like like, and then uh. he's the one who comes back to his mom uh. to to operate on his own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the show I want to see right there. Me man. too, man. That's, they had the opportunity been... to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, but you know, the problem with it is, it would have taken a little more planning. <laughs> that is the problem with them <laughs> doing good work. <laughs> exactly. I think they thought it was enough to just say, "Oh, here's Ethan." Yeah. Yeah. You know, they always thought whatever was just enough, and it never yeah, was. It never, it never was. was. Speaking oh, of things too. that never was, this you, whole scene. You're totally mad for each other. I don't care what he says because, about Nadia. Listen, because of this scene, they're going to be in the afterlife mm-hmm. together. Because of this one picnic. <laughs> it's the same thing with, like, with, uh, with um, you know, uh, what's their names? Hurley and... Uh, Libby. And Libby totally. is like, uh, you know, something about beach picnics yeah. just, just makes you soulmates. You yeah, know? you're just, <laughs> it doesn't matter who else you ever cared about before that. They're no. they're just, they're going to be the one. The magic of the beach picnic. Mm-hmm. I mean, beaches are nice, you know, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because uh, Kate and Ben have a sort of beach picnic later. Well, they do, don't they? Yeah. That was a beach a beach brunch. <laughs> You're right, though. It was, it was set up. I guess it wasn't a true picnic. No, you got to have blankets for a picnic. Yeah, it was like, it was too civilized for a picnic. Way too civilized for them. They, for had, a, they had French press coffee. You know Ben made some, some random red shirt others set all that stuff up. Oh, of course he did. And they're yeah. like... They're like, what are we doing? We're supposed to be following Jacob, and this guy has us setting up a beach brunch, like with the with the people who aren't even on Jacob's list. Or are they? We don't even or know. Are they? Where are the list? They don't know. Who's got a list? I don't know. Why what's are we going building on. a runway? Nobody knows. <laughs> Let's go to the temple. What temple? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, speak uh, back to the runway. Like, do we ever figure? Like, why? Why were they building that? Who? Who? What was the genesis of that idea? Did we ever figure that out? Yeah, like, there's no answer. I mean, I think because 
I, I think the fake answer is Jacob told him to do it because he knew. Yeah, but 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 when when Jacob tells Ben like I never cared about you, mm-hmm. it's like, hey man, I built that runway that came in handy. Fucking like, a, I know. No. Yeah, that's the problem. They I think they want it both ways. Yeah. They want him in charge of the others and having him do things to prepare for his plan, but at the same time, he doesn't care about the others and he completely ignores them. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. That's lost. She just snatched that out of his car. <laughs> I mean, that's just craziness. I know. It's like, I'm sorry, son. Did you did you go to medical school? <laughs> you know how dangerous it is to do that? Just, he's really taking control here. He really I did. did. I think I'm more qualified to know how much blood I should give. <laughs> Here's a, here's a line that tells us that Jack's going too far. Yeah. He's at the end of his rope. Who does he want, Locke? I think so. Yeah. Oh, wait, I mean, who did he say? I didn't even know. I don't know. It. I missed it. Yeah. Me too. I'm like, he should be wanting to talk to Locke at this point. He should, but maybe he asked for someone else. I don't know. Jack in the water with his pants on? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this a ghost? Show up. Is this man in black? <laughs> oh, I wish it were. Oh, that would man. be so weird. Yeah, Jack's pants don't look like they're rolled up all the way. He's always been big on wet clothes. He does like you're right. <laughs> he just likes wet clothes. He's no. totally fine with his clothes being wet. It's not something I ever picked up on, but... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Christian's doing it the sensible way. Mm-hmm. Just I guess he's leg. not as drunk. <laughs> he's not as drunk, so... Good point. Yet. That's good acting. Look how low, heavy his eyes are. Yeah. Acts like, I'm drunk. Oh, that's cheating, oh, Jack. He's a thief. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad way to start a marriage, I think. <laughs> Stealing her stuff. It really is. I think that's what this scene ends up being about. It's like mm-hmm. it's like you shouldn't get married at all. <laughs> yeah, this is all the signs of two people who should not be together. <laughs> I love her. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what is love, Dad? What is love? <laughs> yeah, can you tell me what that is? <laughs> the father. Uh oh. You ain't gonna have no kids, Jack. You ain't gonna have no kids. Not till the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Let's check out purgatory kids. I think it's weird that Sarah doesn't appear in the afterlife. As seemingly well, significant as she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's got her own people she made her afterlife with, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Christian looks like he could, like, bite Jack's face off right now. <laughs> I like the swimming pool lights. That's always yeah. That's always really effective. Yeah, totally. 
There's something creepy about a lit up swimming pool at night. See, that's what's weird. I feel like Jack, in that case of Sarah, I feel like he doesn't have a problem with letting go. His problem is that he he does want to let go, right? I mean, isn't his problem that once he fixes something, like he, like the problem is like with their marriage, right? Is that he fixed her, and that's all the reason that he was interested in her. Yeah, exactly. And now that she's fixed, there's nothing now that he's left. Fixed, he he wants to move on, not not yeah. keep her. You exactly. know, and I guess that's sort of what Christian is saying to to let her go. But I feel like that's. The problem is he wants to let her go, yeah. but he doesn't feel like he should want to let her go. Right. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. It is. Jack just found a way to chop somebody's leg off. <laughs> it's awesome. I really thought they were going to do that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Jack's got a plan. It's going to work. Yeah. They so far in the series, I have no reason to think that Jack's going to fail. <laughs> just breathe, Claire. Just breathe. <laughs> Classic lost. Classic. That's that's really good medical advice. She's gonna hold her breath until she turns blue. I love it. Very adult response. There'll be no baby. That's an adult response to having a baby. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna give it away. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get it now. <laughs> It kind of doesn't matter, but... Please say yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be weird if you say no. The baby doesn't know anything. The baby doesn't know, like, what it means to be alive. The baby knows nothing. (laughs) But base instincts. I hope if I'm ever helping somebody give birth, it's on TV, because it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah, man. There's no umbilical cord. It's way no, less messy. The baby's cleaner. Yeah, it takes it, less it's, time. It's just... Boom. Yeah, there's no placenta discharge. Yeah. Oh, God, the placenta. <laughs> oh, man. Don't forget about the placenta. Ooh, I like to forget about it. <laughs> I wish you'd let me forget about it. I won't ever let you. Oh, my God. I will keep reminding you. Oh, it's just this fleshy mass of organic matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, yeah. man. It just seems like something from a, like, sci-fi, like, movie, yeah. alien race or something. Yeah, well, it's like the trill on Deep Space Nine. It's yeah. like symbiont. It's like this, it's like a one level of intelligence from being, like, a sentient life form. Exactly. Something. Exactly. Oh, God. It's called your circulatory system when you're bleeding inside. See, this is it. Like, son, oh, God, and then he gets black slime. So, Did he say, don't tell me what I can't do? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's when you know you're on the wrong track. When I know, you're exactly. Lock, you know you're on the wrong He's track. He's guaranteed to fail now. Guaranteed. <laughs> I, it's weird, because, like, Kate's doing exactly what, uh, or, Sorry, son is doing exactly what Kate did in the scene with Charlie. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't do it. It's too late. You know, he's bleeding mm-hmm. inside. You can't save him. And I'm like, no, son, you're wrong. You don't know. You, you don't know, know Jack knows. Jack's the man. Mm-hmm. He's going to save him. Yeah. He's going to chop off this leg and everything's going to be fine. I can't believe Locke is gone. Locke is just like, boom, out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. He's. I guess he's still wailing on the hatch. I guess that's all he has. He's like Boone's almost dying. I'm just gonna go try to beat up the hatch. Mm-hmm. 
What does Sun oh. want him to do? I'm confused. Sun wants him to, him to just... stop trying to save him. And just let him die? Just let him die, yeah. Oh, wow. Sun's kind of heartless. Sun thinks it's hopeless. Sun but like I have Christian. to say, like, just from a rational point of view, I know Jack's a little bit, like, not really in his right mind here, but I'd have to take his professional opinion over Sun. I think, I think... When you're in this situation here where you can either try, like, this guy is going to die if you do nothing. Yeah. I, I think it's an, you can make an argument to try to do something if if he's going to die either way. Exactly. Now, if it, was a, if it was a case where he could live, maybe, but right. if Jack does this, he might kill him. I think that's when it's it's a little risky, more risky, but... Yeah, I think uh, I, if I was if I was Boone, I'd want I'd want Jack to at least try to save me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that's not how they're portraying it. It's more like he, if he if Jack doesn't do anything, he's gonna die. Yeah. Is it just me or do I feel like Jack's best man is in love with Sarah? <laughs> I just get the feeling like he he just he wants he just hopes this doesn't work out for Jack and Sarah. Are they getting married in Hawaii? Nah. Okay. It'd be too hard to shoot in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, like, this is like this is like a Hawaiian beach. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like, wonder why they chose that. <laughs> like, I don't know if they told us that's where they are. I guess Christian said he was on a plane, so maybe that's yeah, I don't where know they Because they... if they yeah. are, that's kind of a weird, subtle thing that he could be also visiting Claire while he's there. Oh, yeah. wait, she's not in Hawaii. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm like, why are you? I was gonna say Hawaii. Hawaii is not Australia. They're both in the in islands, but you know, they're they're not the well, same. Well, they shoot Australia and Hawaii, but uh, yeah, she's not. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. never mind. Sorry, guys. They're definitely not in Australia. Yeah, I mean, this could be a you know an L.A. Southern California beach. It could easily be in terms of what they want us to think. Yeah. Always is a long time, Jack. Yeah, it's a really long time. Christian's like, what is it with this actor? God, they just talk to him, and I'm like, you're you're brilliant. You're not doing anything. <laughs> you're clap you're clapping with a, a bit of consternation. And he gives that look, and then he glances the to the side. It's great. Yeah, it's like brilliant acting. I know. The look and the glance. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Boone's like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to chop off? <laughs> I love this because Jack is like, okay, now it's past the point of his of his medical expertise because he's so out of it. Like, look at yeah. him. Like, he's, you, you, he doesn't know up from down. So yeah. I, I love that he's at this state by this point. I'm not going to let you give up. <laughs> That's something like like Christian told him when he was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Jack's like, Dad, I don't know about medical school. And, mm-hmm. and Christian's like, Jack, I'm not going to let you give up. <laughs> yeah. It basically means I'm going to make you do what you don't want to do. That's exactly. <laughs> I think this is all they point. could do. Like, have Boone to tell Jack. Yeah, Boone is me. the last voice of reason because he's the he's the one that can make Jack reflect on what he's doing. Yeah, he's the one Jack's trying like, to save. No, you know, I gotta try to save him. But if Boone himself, 
If Kate was um, here, she she probably could have convinced them by now. Yeah. Um, Kate knows them better than anyone at this point. That's true. Or maybe or maybe ever. <laughs> probably ever. Tell them what happens. Mm-hmm. We went to this mysterious plane because Locke had a dream, and then he lost his legs, and they climbed up there. And... This this episode is really pretty well done in terms of just the the uh, the multiple action going on. I mean, yeah. they're cutting from one cra- this, then you know Shannon and Shannon and uh, Saeed are having a, a an important moment. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not an interesting moment yet, not but... particularly, but and it's the drama level is considerably lower. But I think yeah. I think that's why I remembered it as being a really good episode. Like the drama mm-hmm. is really intense. Yeah. You know, it's it's life and death at the same time. Yeah. Literally life and death. Yeah. It's almost like the island has a quota of how many people can be alive <laughs> and dead on it and like in yeah. order for this baby to be born, somebody has to die. Yeah, really. It's almost like Boone is a sacrifice the island demanded. Almost. And that baby is fairly gross. And, uh, that a gross baby. Yeah, yeah. They, they grossed it up. Is that alive? It looks like a real baby, yeah. Okay. All right. Normally, like, actor babies are older. Yeah, that looks so like a pretty old baby. So funky. Well, he looks like a episode. That does not look like yeah. later Aaron. No, 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 no. That's a that's a that's a pretty newborn baby. I love it. They're they're so they did nothing. They're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Well done, guys. Way to sit there and do nothing. Men have been doing that at birth from the beginning <laughs> of time. <laughs> so true. <laughs> you know. That's their that's their thing. That's their thing. I guess they did it well. I mean, what can they I say? They did something, you know, the man did something nine months ago, and he's happy now. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's, That's let's it. See what I My did. job was done. Yep. <laughs> Let it go, Jack. Let it go, man. Uh-oh. 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 Tell her what, Boone. Tell her what. Tell Shannon. Dot, dot, dot. I'll see her in the afterlife. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even finish the sentence. Yeah, that's the best. It is. See, now if Shannon. Miles were around, they could get him to find out what he was going to say. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That was the trick they pulled with Juliet. Mm-hmm. But in the end, we'd never know what he was going to say. I feel like he's going to come back to like one more, like, it really scare. Was, it feels that way. His eyes open. You get a musical uh-huh. thing. He goes, tell Shannon. Where were, wait, where was I? Uh, <laughs> tell Shannon. Uh, oh, look at all these red shirts who don't give a crap. I know. About Y'all don't matter at all. Y'all going to get flaming arrow killed. If you're lucky. If you're lucky <laughs> to make it to the flaming arrow. If you're lucky. Yeah, life and death theme. Let's see, you're dead, and you're dead, and you're dead, <laughs> and you're dead, and you guys over there that we can't see. You don't dead, matter. And... Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, and that's, I don't know, that's the thing about this early part of the series. Like, it sort of bothers me when they bring red shirts into sentimental moments. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went and had their own little, like, 
romantic adventure. They're they have out no all idea. Night, it's morning now. Yeah, they have no idea like yeah. what they've missed. I feel like Ross loves doing this, like giving someone oh, yeah. a happy moment just before they have to hear about oh, yeah. some tragedy. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's the yeah. best position. It's great. Yeah. Hey Shannon, are you happy right now? Well, your brother just died. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and that's actually one of my personal worst fears is is missing some some big event, some big yeah. you know tragic event while I'm off like sleeping or right. like doing, doing something, something completely frivolous. completely frivolous and missing like something important. That's yeah. that's just a big that's awful. It is. And it's easy to happen on a sort of remote island like this where there's well, and nobody not a lot said, of Honestly, you know, I don't remember hearing it in this episode, but I feel like nobody said go find Claire. I mean, go find Shannon. Yeah, you're right. Oh, like, actually, nobody was like, I, I, did we ever find out who Jack told Hurley to go find? I didn't. He didn't find whoever, I guess. Whoever like, I, I want to, I, now that you say that, I want to give him credit for saying go find Shannon. Maybe but. that's what it was, yeah. But uh, but you're right that they don't actually find her. I mean, they were supposed to be in a remote area. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there was a line or two about where she was, but it's just you know, and it makes yeah. this way more tragic. Of course, that's what they want. Well, R.I.P. Boone. You were the See, first to go. It's 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 just amazing how like. They're really drawing this moment out, you know. Really, really, really. It's, this is huge. It's in slow motion. They're doing mm-hmm. the music. A little they're, piano. They're, they're cutting the dialogue. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. playing this big life and death theme. Like, it's a huge thing. And it's funny how, like, the Richards die, and it's almost a comedic moment. You know, yeah. uh, Froger's like, we can't even get fire arrow mm-hmm. in my chest. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. it's, I don't know. It, it just sort of bugs me, like, the juxtaposition. Because really, like, Boo is barely more than a red shirt to some of these people. Yeah, and I think it, it really speaks to what they, you know, really kind of how they change what they would do at the end of episodes. I mean, this is one of the, kind of those kind of episodes where they end with a little, mo- it's kind of montage you know, yeah. it's really heavy handed and sentimental. And, you know, later they, they didn't have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. You know, that was kind of a change in the later seasons. That's true. Oh shit. But this was great too. This is another classic lost where they just turn and adu- like they, they, yeah. they come to a character, you know, who's feeling some big montage sentiment moment. And then they, Turn on a dime and go. No, no, no. I'm gonna go do this thing. And then, and then it turns dark. Like, and then it turns dark. The creepy and music comes up. in, and he's like, "No, he didn't die. He was murdered." Yeah. And now I'm gonna go find John Locke, and it's like, yeah, yeah they they leave you with that instead of the like, you know, oh man, you know, who mm-hmm. died? What a horrible tragedy. You know. Yeah, it's great. I, yeah, that's classic Lost. It really is. It really is. I, you know, I mean, it's, so I think I was right. Like, there's no, there's really no major, like, larger plot development in that episode. No. It's, it's totally a character episode. Exactly. Um, But, like, a pretty good one. I mean, it's, it's, it's really high drama. No, that was a great episode. Definitely high drama. Great, like, multiples, like, storylines at once. Um, you know, really, you know, showing the extent of, of, of what Jack's character can do and, uh, and the, you know, and, and, and having his whole, you know, another classic lost storytelling thing is, you know, 
having, of course, having the backstory, you know, uh, relate to what's going on presently. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I feel like, you know, character stories work better when, you know, when the stakes are high versus like, you know, sometimes they would do those stories. I, you know, I have in mind things like the tree frog or the ping pong tournament or something, you know, and it's like, it's hard yeah. to get invested in that stuff, and it comes off feeling really pointless. And but 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 he might find that tree frog and and, and do something very yeah yeah. There's nothing there. Exactly. So I feel like you know an episode like this shows like that's how you do you know if you want us to invest in the characters, you have to give them something that seems like it matters that we should care about. Yeah. You know, and obviously, like, they can't do an episode like this every time, but I sort of like that they, you know, they could have done a whole episode about Claire giving birth, you know, yeah. but I like that they actually wrapped it into a story that's actually not about Claire. It's more about Jack than her. Yeah, it is, and it's, and I like that they split up the drama of putting Jack in a situation where he has two crises at once and, uh, and he has to, he has to delegate. basically. Right. I guess that's the key thing. Like if Jack hadn't been dealing with Boone, he would have been there when Claire was getting there. Yeah. He would have delivered his nephew. (laughs) Exactly. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) When he put it that way, God, It's weird to know so much more than any of the characters do. Yeah, yeah. Or ever will, well, really. Ever will. That's the show right there. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I think um, it's. I would say for season one, lost like that's that's sort of where they were at their best. That was a good episode. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that that holds up pretty well. I mean, it's a seminal episode. It's you know, it's Boone dying. Yeah, so I, totally. I would hope that it would hold up, and it, I think it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, you know, I mean, it always helps to have Christian come in and give a couple yes. of good, a good look, <laughs> look, look, you know, a couple of disapproving looks. <laughs> it always helps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. To make it seem, you know, I feel like one of the things about Christian, and you know, this is probably due to the actor, is like because of. I don't know, because of whatever the magic is of what he does, it always seems like there's more going on than with him than what he's saying. It's Yeah, again, uh, it's one of the reasons I love actors, because the good ones, you can just put the camera on them, and they don't have to say anything, they don't have to do anything. Yeah. They're just awesome being on screen, and he is, he is definitely one of those, John Terry's definitely one of those actors who... He just looks great, like doing nothing. And then if you get him to do stuff, he's even better. I know, exactly. <laughs> if you actually want him to act, he's actually really good. Exactly, yeah. And he gets those scenes too. But I feel like it, 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 it melded really nicely. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is, but like the transition. I mean, having him seeming to have more going on in his head than he's letting on. It really oh, yeah. just transitioned in a weird way into him appearing on the island and thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it it's a total. It 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 just fits thematically that in this time of crisis, you know, whatever the crisis is, uh, Christian is there. Yeah. You know, the the image of whether it's Christian or it's somebody who looks like Christian. You know, I mean, you know, when it when it's on the island. Right. It's like it's still like it just it just fits for him to be around. And it in in hindsight it just, you know, knowing what we know about Man in Black and what how Christian appears later, it just seems so 
he just seems so ethereal when he just comes when Jack is at the pool. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, Christian was always dead. And, you know, all of these scenes is Jack imagining him, (laughs) you know, and like that, you know, if we would have cut to a different camera angle, we would have saw Jack in the pool talking to himself. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's like, did anyone else see Christian? Did, yeah, did, if if you would have asked, you know, uh, you know, I feel like at the wedding, you know, people are like, are like, man, it would have been nice if Christian was here, you know, but Jack imagines him in the audience. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah, totally, like, he's, he's, you know, part of it is that he's playing such a, um, uh, he's playing such a, like, Jack-centric role, like, he shows up specifically yeah, for con- Jack's problems. A, yeah, he's like a Jiminy Cricket, or he's you know he he's there to guide the character and reflect back to them what their weaknesses are. You know exactly, like he's doing the things that made me think that Dave was in Hurley's yeah. head. You know, like yeah. like when when they're so focused on a character's like psychology and problems, it's like it's weird that you're not the same person. Yeah. You know, it's weird that you're not inside their head, you know, but I, that's what makes Christian, you know, a good character. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's got problems and yet he is really strangely wise. Like he's totally mm-hmm. dialed in, even though he's really hard on Jack. But that's the thing. Like he's seen Jack do this a million times, you know? Yeah. Uh, so he, and that's, that's what he's going on in his head. He's just like, yep, Jack can't let go he's marrying this girl and it's not gonna work out exactly yeah and he's totally right and and i feel like that's what made it seem like once he shows up in the island it starts seeming like oh you know now he's gonna play that same role for jack on the island you know he's gonna he's gonna sort of guide him through his problems there too you know and that's you know that's that's why you know i'm assuming that's why man in black takes that form it's the best person he can take to get to do that to jack you know yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still feel disappointed. I really wish we had gotten an actual scene between them. You know, I feel like that's yeah. sort of one of those one of those lost scenes that, you know, should have happened but never did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the finale scene with them in the afterlife didn't cut it. No, no. It's really it. Yeah. It, 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 Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it fulfilled a certain aspect of what I wanted, but not not everything. Yeah. I, I think I I really I really wanted um, you know I really wanted a present day real world on island interaction between the two of them because the one time he sees him, you know, they don't talk at all. Like he just he yeah. just he just kind of walks away. Mm-hmm. You know, you and mean I, when he led him to the cave? And I, I guess I always felt like they were teasing, you know, having him see him off the island. I felt like, the, you know, having having him say, tell my son, I said, hello, you know, walk passing that along. I always felt like they were, you know, it just seemed obvious they were leading up to some kind of scene between mm-hmm. them. And, and that yeah. just never really quite pays off. I guess, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things in the show like that, but I feel like something like this, which is central that's for the main the character. No, that's probably the number one thing. I mean, you could argue, but that's probably number one yeah. thing to to pay off is, is, exactly. is, that, is that conversation. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems weird to, to let that go of all things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of decisions are I made. I almost wish, you know, something towards the end of season six, you know, when Jacob is dying and all that, that weird, like, 
transition, you know, and mm-hmm. Harley's going to take over, and they're trying to defeat Man in Black. And I almost feel like Christian should have appeared, the real Christian should have yeah. appeared at that, like, you know, right when Jack is in the cave, light cave or something, and he's about to move the cork or whatever. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like that's the place to, to for for Christian to come and go, you know, just not even, you know what, I would have not even want him to say anything, but just to know that, mm-hmm. to know that that's the real Christian, yeah. and he, like, gives gives Jack a thumb up, thumbs up when Jack is moving the corkers. I mean, that would have been um, enough to be like, okay, we got it. This guy absolutely of what, of what Jack's doing, you know, yeah. and a scene, you know, a, a conversation scene would have been nice, but right. you know, at the very least having Christian there at that, at that moment, yeah. I think would have, would have been well done. Seemingly like the most important moment for Jack's whole life. Exactly. Like, the moment where he may, where he, where he turns the corner and becomes whatever he's supposed to become. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, but finally like, let's yeah. go or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, I don't know. He, he becomes a man of faith. He, you know, uh, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he accepts that he can't fix everything. So now he can fix everything. He it's, tells himself what he can't do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever phrase you want to use, he does. But you know, I like part of me feels like they fucked it up by making the man in black Christian. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I feel like that kind of that just kind of screws like it just kind of throws a nasty little pile of I don't know what I want to say on top of uh on top of a scene like that, you know, cuz cuz now we know and they've given us a whole scene about oh, the guy we've been seeing all along, it's actually evil incarnate. It it makes it tricky now when you're seeing him in that context. Like, I kind of wish that either they had used a different um, character for – I mean, it worked. It was good. So I I don't totally regret it. But I feel like it it, it messed up the Jack Christian thing that that they used him like that. They could have done some sort of visual cue, right? Some, you know – the real Christian has a watch that Jack knows is very mean. Yeah. You know, some some little detail that Man in Black didn't bother to replicate. Right. That that Christian slash the audience could pick up on and go, oh, okay, this is the you know, if they wanted to really kind of have their cake and eat it too, you know, they could have come up with some sort of visual cue right. or something. Well, yeah, but I, I and I guess like Man in Black is dead by the time he's plugging the cord back in. Yeah. Um, so, but again, I would start thinking, oh my God, is he back? You know, and I hate, like, I, I feel like that would kind of ruin the moment a little bit to, to have that association, you know? Like, yeah. I just, I, like, I kind of wish Christian had been something else. I know it doesn't really make sense that he's anything else, but, uh, like, I, I wanted to think that for a while because I, I guess I thought he was going to play into Jack's story more heavily than he did. It's weird that he, on the island, is more significant for uh, Locke than he is for Jack. Yeah. Since Locke, I, as far as I can tell, I mean, I mean, up until he says, say hello to my son, Locke had no idea who that was that he was interacting with. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, there's a lot of what could have been with yeah, uh, with Ross, but that. as you said, like, it's so central. Um, it's It seems like maybe the biggest what could have been. Yeah. You know. I, what you should have been. Yeah, like, number two behind that is Locke getting his, you know, final yeah. triumph. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think I think that just barely sort of trails. Locke, off. Locke realizing either a 
everything he did was worth it, or B, yeah. everything he did wasn't worth it. One yeah. of the two, he should have realized. At least something. <laughs> at least have some kind of realization. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's it's way worse to have him die completely to, confused. To literally to literally die confused to be like I don't understand. Like yeah. I really don't know what I did. Like that's just that's the worst. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It's like he didn't even understand why Ben was killing him. I <laughs> like, like he, he couldn't even have gone out thinking, "Wow, Ben is killing me. I must be very important. Yeah, I must be so threatening to him. Whatever I know mm-hmm. is so threatening. This guy, like, I, even if he could get some sort of satisfaction out of right. that little little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, or to even be insightful enough to know why Ben's really killing him, but it, it's like mm-hmm. he bought Ben's top-down speech completely. He thought... I mean, can, I mean, that's got to be the best... That's probably the best murder in history, right? Yeah. Like, to stop someone <laughs> from killing themselves and talking them down to, and yeah. to, for you to kill them yourself. <laughs> I mean, Jack the Ripper is like, you know, brava, brava. Mm-hmm, like, I know. That's very well done. I know. You know? <laughs> It definitely makes Ben a more impressive character, but like it makes Locke look even worse. Oh, of course. And that was the that was the worst part of Locke's death was that not you know, not only is he dying, but he's gonna kill himself. And not only is yeah. he about to kill himself, but Ben talked him out of it. Yeah, not he couldn't even he, he couldn't even it. get the dignity of killing himself. He could yeah. The, <laughs> The subtle dignity of suicide, right? Yeah. I mean, like, he couldn't, yeah, he couldn't even get that out. He just had to be, like, brutally murdered and then, you know, become... become And and that's the thing. A lot of times people, you know, know why they're getting killed, and he didn't even know why. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't have to tell us that, you know? They have to, you know, they put in that scene to tell us what his final thoughts are. I'm telling you, it's... And in a way, I appreciate it. Like I like the fact that they even refer to him afterwards. But yeah, right. You know, and it's and it, it is kind of character development to learn what he was thinking in that scene. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like it's it's degrading him even more than they already have. I mean, honestly, it's Lost is you could almost describe Lost as a show that hates John Locke. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's the you know he's the Tara Thornton of the show. Yeah, you know he he's the te- you know Tara on True Blood. I mean, I mean he's the one who gets dumped on pretty much the entire show. Yeah, and he never really come rises above the crap and yeah. uh, and gets gets killed in it. So. Yeah, there's no like ultimate resolution where it's like all that suffering and all that misery. You know, now I at least have some something to to you know to pay it off or to to feel mm-hmm. like it was worth it. Yeah, you know? I mean, they couldn't even have connected. They couldn't even have said like, okay, well, it's good that Locke turned the the wheel because that put him in Tunisia, and then Widmore right. found them, and Widmore ended up bringing you know uh, bringing Desmond because of that, mm-hmm. and that saved everybody. I mean, they couldn't even really make that connection. No, because you know it's really Jacobs. You know, exactly. Yeah, Jacob's well, the one who's responsible. Of course. So I mean, it's like all of these turn, all of these, you know, plot points where they could have made Locke's, you know, uh, cumulative actions really matter. Yeah. E- even in these little instances, like really sort of be crucial. Like they never took the opportunity to, to, to do that. Yeah. 
You know, no, it was never like, man, it's a good thing Locke got his kidney taken out because that saved his life at some point. Like, you know, or it's a good, you know, it's a good thing that, you know, anything. Like, they never really validated his choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Actually, funny you mentioned that. They actually did do that. Um, when Ben shoots him in the pit, that's how they explain oh, right. that he survived. That's right. That's right. So they, they, they All right, they did that one. They got that far. Um Check. but again, like all it comes down to is saving his own life. Like it's not yeah. a larger thing that happens. Yeah, I mean to to make that really work, he he it would need to be, you know, fortuitous that it saves his life so he can go on to do something else that's crucial. Exactly. And and that second part didn't happen. Well, it only saves his life temporarily. It's like, yeah, he, Ben didn't murder you that time, but he's going to get you pretty gonna soon. Get you ne- he's going to get you next time, buddy. <laughs> he really will, yeah. And it's, I don't know. That, I feel like that takes away from some of the uh, impact of that idea yeah. that they wanted to get across. Uh yeah. Uh, I yeah, I would have liked that. I would have liked all that. You know, even his dad appearing, uh, coming on the island. I I would have liked that to, you know, matter more somehow. But. Yeah, he never he never got he never really got to put that to rest. Like he had to make Sawyer do it. I know it's so it's it, that's so his pattern. I mean, he never mm-hmm. resolves anything. It's like I can't deal with my own problems. You know, he he next, has to. I mean, put him on Sawyer. Man in black. Man in Black was totally right about it. I mean, Man in Black was that was the smartest thing Man in Black ever did was to was to use Locke as his tool, you know. Yeah. And and it's just you know we've said this a million times, but it's just weird to have a show where your character, you know, one of your main characters is just not is just literally not capable of character growth. Right. Like we're not going to show him, you know, resolving his problems. Right. <laughs> and most shows are about characters resolving <laughs> their problems. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, or and, at, yeah. at the very least, resolving some problems and getting new problems, you know, even if right. they are never perfect, you know, they're never perfect, but... Yeah, but at least, like, the you know, some of the gross. core issues that matter to them eventually lead to some kind of resolution, and that, yeah. you know, that just didn't happen. And I, I feel like they also sent us mixed signals about him. Like, I feel like they led us to believe that he would actually, you know... Um, overcome those things, and he would actually be a, a heroic uh, character in yeah. the long run. Yeah. You know, I think they, you know, at least once they were getting to the point where they were planning out the whole man in black thing, I think they wanted us to think that because it, it sells the, you know, con even more because we think, yeah. oh, he's so important, the island brought him back to life, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Now, finally now, he will get, you know, he will find that thing he's been looking for there because the island has chosen him for real now, you yeah. know. And it's like, no, not at all. Wrong, wrong, wrong. He's so, so dead. And the yeah. island could care less. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that great little scene where Jack is fighting, you know, Locke as, Man in Black as Locke on the cliff uh, Mm -hmm. in the finale, you know, where he's like, this is for John Locke. I mean, that's so great and so powerful, and it falls on deaf ears because Locke Locke never knew that Jack finally believed in him after all that time. Like, he finally was convinced, and and it's just, you know, it's just a missed opportunity, like many. Yeah. Totally, totally. And, they, I mean, they do have a lot of scenes together in the afterlife, but, like, it's mm-hmm. during the time when they both had no the, idea. 
the what's problem, going on. The main problem with the afterlife in terms of reconciling the stuff we're talking about is they're all over it. They're right. done. It's the afterlife. The whole point is if we're it's like if it's like a catch twenty two, if you're if you're able to consciously bring it up, which is to say you remember your past life, by virtue of that you're over your past life. You know, yeah. you can't you can't wake up out of that purgatory until you you know, until you realize you're over whatever problem you're still like trying to work out. So right. it's just a weird thing where they can't they can't have that bar scene that we all want where all the losties sit around and talk to each other. You did what while we were doing what? So like, you know, yeah. while I was trying to save Boone, you were delivering, you know, a baby and while, you yeah. know, all, all these like random things where they could just like hang out and talk and, and dish, you know, about their island adventures. It just is never going to happen the way that they, you know, portray the show. Right, right. By the time they have time to have a scene like that, no mm-hmm. one cares anymore. No one cares. <laughs> By the time that there's all the time in the world, literally, because <laughs> there is no time. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Like, time enough to last. <laughs> it's like it's like the Twilight Zone episode, but time enough at last, but he doesn't care to read anymore. Right. He's like, ah, all the time to read. Eh, I'm okay. I don't yeah, really feel uh, like it anymore. I'm, I've moved on from books. I, I've moved on. I have no need for literature anymore. Exactly. Why was I into this in the first place? Who knows? <laughs> that would be a really bad episode. Rod Sterling is like, yeah, I would have made different choices on Lost. <laughs> Of course, of course he would have. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh man. <sighs> All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Born to one. Run, I believe it is. No, I think it's... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, The Greater the Good. The Greater Good. Yeah, 121, The Greater Good, Saeed-centric. Yes, yes, one more Saeed-centric episode. One more. Um, yeah, season. yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, good, uh, good episode. Do no harm. Looking forward to uh, another uh, a classic Saeed episode next. So that should be fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and again, it's you know, it's all flowing pretty well. Like we have a whole episode about the journey to the plane ending with Boone's injury. Then we have a whole episode about dealing with Boone's injury. And and then leading to Boone's death, and we have a whole episode that is focused on what happens after Boone dies. Yeah. So that's, I that's I, a pretty good storytelling there. Yeah, I think one of the things that has really stood out about season one, particularly, not that they totally failed to do this later, but it it, it definitely ties together very nicely the way. Um, you know, large plot points like flow into each other um, in a in a way that actually feels natural, not like a ton of retconning. Yeah. You know, I I feel like they're at that stage in the show where they have a lot of freedom, right? They haven't established a lot of stuff. They so have, they can yeah, use... exactly. That's that's the. I mean, that's why you have to get the retcons is when you've already established something you want to change. So yeah, they're yeah. in that free period where. They're uh, they're creating more than they're having to uh, tie back to pre-established uh, events. Exactly, and so in a way, it makes for a more satisfying show. I, you know, I I wish the show could have you know maintained that feeling, but I I think it's literally impossible. I mean, once you yeah, have yeah. years and years of work to depend on. Well, and that's the whole point of 
you know, a serialized show is to build on what you've already yeah. established. So it's it's by design, but of course you run into the problems of having to, uh, you know, of having that sort of organic evolving story that uh, right that that in hindsight you wish you could have changed things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I yeah I. I mean, there's a lot of things I want, but among the plethora of things I want, I, I'd like to know what, um, you know, what uh, Damon and Carlton would want season one to be based on where they ended up. You know, if they if they mm-hmm. had it to do over again, like, wh- what would they take yeah. out? What would they change, et cetera? Yeah. You know, I think an episode like this is pretty much fine. I feel like the main things they need to change are that, the things that are actually significant to the larger plot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder what they would change in this. I I feel like season one isn't that bad compared to where they end up. It's the it's the middle seasons that really <laughs> uh, have the problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because this is all this is all basically set up. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if there'd be better Christian oriented stuff, or maybe more right. Christian as you know, Man in Black is Christian stuff in season one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and I feel like some of the smoke monster stuff should be yeah. a little different. But you know, they can't they can't really throw in too much of that, right? I mean, because they that I mean, those are so. I mean, if 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 Christian was around more in season one, I mean, that's just so much time taken away from Jack doing other stuff. That's true. Like he's really worried about that. And same with the smoke, like dealing with that huge issue more would have been tough when, you know, you've got a baby to deliver and, right. you know, you've got a, you've got a raft to build and, you know, so they, they you know, they do a good job by ramping up the drama, you know, up until the, up until Exodus, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, which is, which is pretty good, but. It is. It is. You're right. It's just, um, I guess, yeah. I mean, probably they don't need to change it as much as uh, other yeah. seasons. I'm sure but... there's been. Yeah, I'm sure they they'd want to tweak something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is hard to watch something like the raft getting built, knowing what a complete disaster it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, that's gonna lead to. Among other things, uh, Michael's complete uh, downfall. Yeah, no, that's this the, building that raft is the worst decision Michael ever made. Yeah, I mean, and it sucks because cause there's to... no reason for him to think that. No, no, he has you no know? idea. It's not like everyone's no like, oh, once you build that raft, it's gonna ruin your life, you know? Well, like you... I mean, who? How would you know that? You know, the one thing you're trying to do, which is to get your son off the island, is the one thing that's going to, like, cause him to be kidnapped in the short run. Right. You know, now in the long run, he does broker a deal and he gets him he gets him to safety. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's just it's just ironic that that's, that puts him, the raft push wall, in more danger. Right. And it's and it's at the price of murdering uh, innocent people. And, and yeah. his guilt about that carries over to after he's dead. Like, yeah, he never gets over the guilt. Of, yeah, <laughs> he still can't get over it. It's, it's, and really, isn't this all like uh, what's her, his wife's fault or his Walt's mom's fault? Like, ultimately, I suppose it because is. Because all of that guilt over killing the people, like all that stems from him not being around for Walt. Yeah. You know, him, you know, and all that stuff. So. It's very true. It's uh, it's really kind of Susan's fault. I I have to agree ultimately, but you know, Michael like, I'm an independent. 
I'm an independent woman, and I'm a lawyer, and I'm work traveling around the world, and you're too much of a like artist for me, and I, you know, like I just wanted your DNA, like, you know. Now I'm gonna leave you and condemn you to purgatory. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I hope that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, don't defriend me on Facebook, but <laughs> I'm going to condemn you to a life of hell. <laughs> yeah, being a whisperer don't. sucks, man. That's not yeah. a thing I'd want. Whispering all the time. Yeah. Having to show up on demand, like you're always on call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime right. anything's happening. Anytime anything's happening in the woods, you got to go up and whisper. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's good benefits, though. <laughs> I got it, but maybe. Well, I, you don't think there's a you don't think there's a very strong, robust whisper <laughs> union that fights for the causes of the whisper. <laughs> I doubt it, man. I I feel like that's probably a uh, completely deregulated industry. Oh no! Yeah. we need to protect the rights of the whispers, man. They're they're an underserved class of workers on the island. Uh, it wouldn't be a lot of that if we didn't get a little politics in there. <laughs> What politics? We just barely made it. God damn. All right. Thanks and namaste. All right. Namaste and good luck.